What's up, everybody? Welcome to Signals from the Frontline, your every Wednesday podcast. Brought to you by FrontlineGaming.org, where you can get your tabletop gaming goodies all the days of the week, even during the corona. Some of it might be delayed, but... Delayed, definitely. Some of it might not be delayed, so that's fun. We're not going to let the Rona get us down, right, Frankie? Right. Unless it gets, unless we get sick. And unless then, we actually get the and Rona. Then we'll, and then we'll probably be feeling pretty down. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> You know, uh, not to make light of it at all, it's, it's it's not. It's definitely very serious. But the the upside is that all of my friends that have gotten it have said it's somewhere between a cold and the flu and that it's more of a, an annoyance. Obviously, they didn't die, so that's not the worst-case scenario. But for I, I bring that up just to maybe make anybody who's like really scared because we have some of our friends and stuff are like really, really scared about getting it. And for the vast majority of people, um, it's it's not – you know, it's not the end of the world. Um, and right. again, take it seriously. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to downplay it, but no, and you don't want to get it. <laughs> no, who wants to be sick? Plus it's not, it's not a guarantee that you might like not get super sick. Well, I'm not either. saying go out and get it. Just I'm just, go get it. I'm just saying like, hopefully that alleviates some people's fear. Right. Cause I've had, at this point I've had a number of friends who've had it and, um, it was more of an inconvenience for them. Right. Like it wasn't the end of the world or anything like that. So just yeah. trying to bring some positivity to the house. Ooh. Uh, and of course, I'm your host, Recius. With me is Mr. Franklin Francois. Nothing? Nope. That was it. Oh, all right. You're really bringing the energy here today, buddy. That's right. It's late. <laughs> yeah, we are recording a little bit later than usual. Um, not that uh, you listening will really notice that too much. But uh, it is a little bit later in the day than we normally re- normally record in the morning. We're very... We're, you typically, in non-Rona time, we are like clockwork on the podcast, but... Uh, Things are a little topsy-turvy right now. Not this day. Nope. No, sir. Not this day. All right. So let's talk about what's going on in the uh, Games Workshop hobby community. We're also going to talk about the ITC and the season and what's what's changed because it's really been kind of at a standstill for the last month. Um, but that's going to start changing here, and we'll talk about that too. But first of all, let's talk about the uh, preview the GW preview that they had this weekend, part three, and it was really, really cool. It was very impressive. I know a lot of people were waiting for information about a potential new edition of 40K. So, you know, of course, yeah, when people, Jokes on you. When people don't get the thing they think they're mm-hmm. going to get, there's always a little bit of uh, uh, slight feelings of being let down. But it, what we did get was really cool. And first of all, we wanted to talk about the uh, Sons of Behemoth or Behemoth. Uh, the new giant faction for Age of Sigmar, and I had said that didn't look like there was any new models. See, I told you they were new models. Well, they didn't show these ones, dude. <laughs> they showed the old ones. And I was so wrong. The new models are absolutely phenomenal, and they're huge. Yeah. The scale pictures that I've been seeing. You could even say they're giant. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Not a lot of energy, but bring in the heat on those jokes. That was good. Dude. Yeah, that was good. good. Uh, and boy, it's starting to heat up here too. It is. Working in the warehouse is really fun. By Dude, I could, oh yeah, I can imagine. Like, uh, obviously we're in Nevada now and um, everyone said in April it really starts to get hot, which is good because apparently the coronavirus doesn't like the heat. So that's really Stay good. Away. So that's really good. Um, but yeah, when I, because I walk everywhere, getting I'm getting, I'm turning tan as can be too. Tomorrow's supposed to be like 83, I think. That's not too bad. No. Nah. Today was like 90. It had to have been, right? Mm-mm. I don't think so. Oh. I think we're just hitting 80s. 
Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. I was What's walking the, around. It's the dry heat too. We're not used to it. We're used to a humid. Yeah, San Diego's yeah. like people in the south are laughing at us, but comparatively speaking, yeah, it's definitely yeah. a little bit more humid. Because I was going, I was walking around. I'd walk to my uh, property manager's building around noon. It was pretty dang hot, dude. <laughs> and it's that desert sun where it just like oh yeah, it just beats on you, penetrates through you. You're just yeah. like oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but at any rate, back to the Sons of Behemoth or Behemoth, however you want to say it. The models are spectacular. They look like they're as big or bigger than knights. Um, so it's like the knight army of Age of Sigmar. Uh, you have the big knights. There's three different kinds. Um, they all look really, really cool. Um, there's the Kraken Eater. He's like a nautically themed um, knight. There's the Gate Crasher. He looks like a giant, giant executioner. Uh, that one's my favorite. Yeah, he does look pretty cool. And the other one, I think his name was like a War Stomper or something like that. I can't remember off the top of my head. Not into the War Stomper. I think he's the second coolest one. Nah. I like it. I like it. But um, you you have a mix of them and then the little giants, or the normal giants, I guess. And those are like your armagers, kind of. Yeah. So it's really cool. It's a really, really cool uh, army concept. And like, it'll be the Knights of H Sigmar, right? Like, low model count. You can really go to town painting these up. Games are quick. Um, I think it's cool. Yeah, and the detail is incredible. It really it is. It looks so awesome. It is. Like, all three of them look just badass. Like, I'll probably end up getting one and painting it just because I want it. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like, it, it, it would be a lot of fun. Um, and then they released, or they revealed, excuse me, a lot of other really cool new things, like a new Warcry Warband. This one's called the Canaanite Shadowstalkers. Ooh. It's a bit of a mouthful. But, dude, this John Woo double uh, hand crossbow wielding sexy pants. Look at those abs. Elf, is it do- it's doing all, it's doing it for me, man. It's killing it. This model is so good. And then, the you know, the main the main model that they showed off was, uh, it's like a wizard of some sort. And these are elves from the round of Ulgoth or Shadows. Ulgu, I think it's Ulgu or Ulgoth, I can't remember. I have no idea. Um, but it was really interesting. Sounds, I had noticed. Sounds fancy though. Yeah, there's there's shadow elves or, or dark elves or whatever you want to call them. But um, this wizard with this like faceless mask really reminded me of the one of the characters from Silver Tower, which I believe is also one of those uh, shadow elves. And maybe we're seeing uh, a preview of what the dark elf faction, if they get if we get one, what it's going to look like. I would say that's a, a safe bet. Yeah. And they look cool. They do. That model is so dynamic with the cape flowing around it and hair yeah. flying in the wind. It's very cool. I like it. Two thumbs up for me. Uh, and then we have another model that I thought was an Age of Sigmar model at first until I saw the Shuriken catapult and realized it was a 40K model. And then I thought it was a, an Eldar model. And then it looked closer and I'm like, no, that's not. It's an Inquisitor. Um, one of the coolest models I've seen in a long time. can't remember the name of the Inquisitor, but uh, it's a Xenos Inquisitor. With power armor, power fist, uh, a shuriken catapult, a cool like squawky bird, bat, dragon. It's a drake, bro. It's a, it's a little mini drake. It's a space drake. I love it. And this is for an upcoming Blackstone Fortress expansion. And the video was pretty cool. Yeah. they showed it off. So, A lot of people have been drawing comparisons between her and um, uh, Doctor Strange, the uh, Sorcerer Supreme before Doctor Strange. Oh, yeah. The girl that played her. Their face does look a lot. It does, similar. yeah. Uh, and then probably the most impressive model really is the new uh, uh, Caesaris, uh, Illuminor Caesaris. This model has got 
He's so cool. Is just <laughs> unreal. He's flaying like an yeah. inquisitorial guy. He's giant too. He's like as big as a uh, Calgar, or not Calgar. Uh, he looks like he's on his. He looks like he's on a sixty mil Rabuti. Yeah, Rabuti. There you go. Yeah, he looks like a Primark size. So. Yeah, just astounding, and it is plastic. Slick. A lot of people were asking if it was. Um, uh, no fine cast and i was like uh, no 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 we don't that do would that. be oh no oh, God. well because the old one was that's why people were asking yeah fine crap is gone for good but yeah it's it's an astounding model and the, the paint job does a lot because it's a really good sure. paint job yeah um love it if this is a sign of what's to come with you know uh, new kits 40k is gonna catch up to uh, age of sigmar yep yeah that kid's amazing this is a fun one. Um, it's the <laughs> Snotling team for Blood Bowl. And Blood Bowl is obviously, it's a very funny, fun game. It's not a game that you're, I would think you're, it's intended to be taken very seriously. And you have the Snotling team, and there's just some really funny, characterful um, Snotling team, teammates, members, whatever you want to call it. And um, the one I like the best is they're in like a wagon with like a barrel. It's just, it's silly. It's a lot of fun. It's awesome. Yeah, I, I dig it. I dig it. Uh, we had another model for the um, Lumineth uh, Realm Lords faction for Age of Sigmar. It's the High Elves. And the model, again, it's technically astounding. She has a, a veil on her face that in the, the paint, you know, kudos to the painter. Yeah. Um, but he, he, they painted it so that you could see her face through the veil, which is, you know, it's incredible. Um, there's a lot going on with the model, the head thing. I'm not too into. I'd probably cut that off. I like the memes that are going on uh, <laughs> for this faction. They're like measuring the hats, how big their hats are. <laughs> well, high elves have always had gigantic Eldar in general. All yes. elf models in in Games Workshop have giant hats for some reason. As they should. The royalty. But this cup that she's carrying is like a pizza saucer. I think the giant. Yes. She is down to clown she when she she gets crunk when she goes out she's <laughs> like doc cup. he's like only one drink a night she's like no problem <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's uh but it's a cool model uh then we have uh oh i can't remember his name saul something or other he's a, a 30k model um he's a lieutenant for the imperial fists or i'm sorry the, uh, the imperial emperor's children there you go. <laughs> and he's um he's one of the Oldest named Space Marine characters in the 40k universe. Nice. Yeah. Did he make it through the 30k? Uh, he's presumed dead. Well, sucks to be. Sucks to suck. <laughs> I can't remember his last name. It was Saul something or other, but very cool model. Yeah. Uh, a lot of fun. Uh, and then we also got to see some of the preview animation for the upcoming GW animated um, features that they're going to be having out, the miniseries that are coming. And they look fantastic. I really like the... Uh, Super excited. Yeah, me too. This is about to look awesome. Yeah. So we have a sister Agatha and a sister Elena. And they look like they're from the same uh, order. Same. Their armor is the same color, so I assume they're in the same order. But They have the same cloth, so I would say, yeah. Yeah. They have different tattoos on their face, though, which Ooh. was what made me question it. But I can't wait for this. The animation, the art style is really appealing to me. I like it. I don't think Elena's are uh, tattoos. It looks like a black eye. Or a birthmark or something. Ooh, I think be. it is a tattoo, but we'll see. Got to leave a little bit, leave a little mystery, Frankie. Yeah. Leave it to the imagination. All right. We also have a brand new FLG mat. Woo-woo. Get well, pumped. Well, Frankie, well, tell us about well, this mat. Well, well, 
if you ever go out at night and you look up in the sky and there's a bright thing in the sky and you may call it the moon this map might be heavily based on said moon our moon or it could be a moon in a different galaxy that is looks it, exactly the same so not the indoor moon no oh, could be any moon dang it could be noon or moon from uh, i don't know i got nothing oh it could be from any galaxy you want to know an inter- interesting factoid about all our... moons are the same okay you want an interesting factoid about our moon yeah what that it is extremely uncommon for a planet our size to have a moon as big as it is really it's really uncommon yeah. you want to know another fun fact about the moon what's that there's Nazis on the other side of the moon. No, they're inside of it, dummy. No, the dark side of the moon, Reese. No, they're in the moon. They no, live in the moon. other side of it. No. You can't see it. No. <laughs> right there. Come around the corner, they'll get you. You want to know another interesting fact about the dark side of the moon? It's got dark matter. Close. Close. <laughs> it is helium three. Whatever. Yeah, three there. Helium three. And it's, uh, predict- it's predicted to be the next oil. Yeah. Uh, helium-3 is hyper-efficient and uh, producing energy. It's clean. And um, uh, anybody that can harness that is going to become in- immensely wealthy. And the closest place to get it is the dark side of the moon. And that's why... Uh, there's a race to, there's the a race to get there. The, the Nazis already beat us there. Dude, the Chinese already tried to grow plants on the dark side of the moon. They tried, but they were attacked One, by, by the Nazis. Nazis. Oh, well. <laughs> The helium three is safe, Frankie. Got him. <laughs> so no, they uh, they tried to grow plants, and one of them actually did. Obviously, not on the surface of the moon. No, it was like a little like yeah, little like planter. Yeah, it was like a contained thing. I, I don't know if it was on the dark side. I don't want to over. I don't want to overspeak. Might have just been on the. Moon. It was on the moon. I think it was the dark side, but can't remember what planet it was. It was like some. It was like some um, like wheat plant or something that actually did start to grow. Another fun fact about... No, I'm just kidding. Yes. <laughs> we just keep going. Yes. It's made of <laughs> How cheese. How long can we talk about the moon? It's made of cheese. <laughs> it controls the current of causes the ocean. the tides. It's bright. <laughs> we need it. <laughs> it. It reflects the light of the sun. All right. Anyway. Uh, now yeah, you, check it out. Dude, the more you know, the more you grow. That's right. Knowing is half, half the, the battle. battle. The other half is equal parts red and blue lasers <laughs> and extreme violence. Extreme violence, but nobody dies. The more you learn, the more you earn. That was from Warren Buffett, bro. Ooh, Warren Buffett. Mm. All right, we got an update from Games Workshop. They are taking <laughs> orders now, so hold on. Don't get too excited. Kind of. They're taking one giant order from retailers like ourselves. But they're not fulfilling. But they're not going to fulfill it yet, but we're making progress. So for anybody that's put an order in our web cart, thank you. Um, and we are communicating not just via the podcast. We're emailing. We're, we're staying in touch with everybody, letting them know. Um, that money coming in is is super-duper valuable. Can't understate it. Thank you so much. Um, helps keep the lights on. But we will fulfill those as soon as possible. As soon as GW ships. They haven't said when. We're kind of guessing. We're reading the tea leaves and we're thinking uh, um, early May. That's kind of what it looks like. It, like it's kind of looking like a lot of places are going to start operating again in that time frame. Um, if you don't want to wait, absolutely no hard feelings. We'll give you your money back, of course. Um, but if you don't mind waiting, you're doing us a solid, and uh, we'll fulfill it as soon as possible. And remember, nobody has any product right now, or no, no, nobody can get restocked right now. There's some people that have some product that they had before the the Rona, the Rona hit us. Yeah. Um, 
so that's just an update there. We want to be transparent and communicate clearly so that everybody understands what the deal is. Um, but that's, yeah, that's where we're at. And uh, baby step, mm-hmm. baby step. Step in the right direction. Or at least getting numbers so they know what they have to manufacture. Yeah, hopefully they'll start making it so they can fulfill it right away. But, yeah. you know, it's just, you know, we're all going to have to be patient. There's just nothing we can do about it at this point in time. This episode is brought to you by HP Instant Ink. No one is reading your mind, but HP Instant Ink knows when your printer is running low and sends you new cartridges, so you never have to think about ink. Save up to 50%. You'll pay less than $5 a month for ink and never run out again. Find out if your printer is eligible and enroll today at hpinstantink.com. Conditions apply. For details, visit hp.com slash instantinkspotify. All right. So let's talk about the ITC. We haven't uh, we haven't been chatting about it too much because there hasn't been a lot to chat about. But um, the times, they are a-changing, as the, the poet Mr. Bob Dylan said. Was he a poet? He indeed was. All he right. was. Um, so a lot of places not, you know, uh, around the world now are starting to relax or eliminate social distancing, which means um, in those places, we're going to start seeing uh, events starting to happen again. Um, so just to be clear, right, the, the ITC's policy is we follow what the experts are saying. If a local uh, the government and you know medical experts are telling people it's cool to relax social distancing, maybe that means that you can still not be in a group of more than 10 or six or four, or maybe it means that they believe it's safe to go in groups of 20 or whatever. You know, we, we have to place our trust in, in um, the experts and abide by what they, what they say. It's not, the, it's not Frankie or Maya's place to try and undermine or override any of these kind of um, uh, policies because, first of all, we don't have the authority to do so by any stretch of the nor imagination, the <laughs> nor do we have the skill set to do it. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're telling the, the, the community of ITCTOs that um, just to follow local guidelines and if they need help, we're here to help them. And if someone's got it and wants to run an event and it's cool to do it and it's their event is the right size, then to issue that, uh, that token. So we should start seeing events. Now, before we go too much further down the road, on a personal note, coming from, from myself and from Frankie, neither one of us being doctors, but just as on a personal note, our advice would be to pump the brakes a little bit. If you're in a state or a, a region where they're saying it's cool to relax the social distancing, our advice for what it's worth as a non-expert would be maybe just wait like two weeks. Yeah, just wait a little bit, let it make sure it's not a false alarm or something like that and make sure it's definitely calmed down and then run an event when it's definitely safe. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of weeks because from everything uh, that we've been reading is that that's, how long it takes to determine if the social distancing was working or not. And again, we're not experts. It's just what we've been reading. Um, so I think that's a good, good kind of rule of thumb, right? Give it, give it two weeks. If it's not, you're not getting a flare up, then, you know, I think that's a responsible decision to make. Um, if you're a person that's like at risk, you know, you're, you've got a pre-existing condition, which again, we're not experts, but we've been reading that puts you at higher risk. You know what? Chasing points isn't worth risking your health. Why don't you give it a month? You know, like really just chill. Yeah, there will be other events later on in the year. So. Yeah. And I know we're all itching to get out there and play. I am, me too. 
big time. Like social distancing is rough and like at least we get to come in and like see, you know, there's there's a skeleton staff at Frontline because we are manufacturing. So at least we get that. If people don't have that, it's got to be really, really challenging. So um, that's our advice for what it's worth is, you know, just exercise a little bit of caution, a little bit of patience. Um, and, I, you know, it can't hurt, right? Uh, and for and for those of you that are in places where you're going, oh, this stinks. Other people are going to start to get to start playing and getting points before me. That's not fair. It's not fair. You're right. But because the ITC is basically a year-long season and it's global, um, we can't, you can't really just like cancel the season because we, never, we don't know when other people are going to start coming out of this, when they're going to get the all clear. It'd be different if it only ran like six months or something like that. You know? um, so yeah, it's not fair to the people that are going to have to wait longer and we're, really, we're sorry for that. But the, the, the most fair and most equitable way to handle it is to let people start playing when they're told by their experts that they can. But in order to try and really emphasize the point that this season's not really going to be a normal season, it's not really about um, the results as much, we've made the decision that the purse for winning the ITC this year, um, whoever wins it, we're going to give it, we're going to donate that money to a coronavirus charity of the winner's choice, right? So as a community of, of gamers in the ITC, we can feel good about the fact that, that we're helping. We're helping to combat the problem in a, a relatively minor but significant way as, as, an, as a gesture. Yeah. And hopefully it takes away the pressure that people might feel to, to take a risk that's not necessary. Right. Or, or to, for somebody who's in, you know, quarantined area for a longer period of time, you won't feel like somebody has an unfair advantage over you because, you know, the, the big prize is, is going to go to a very worthy cause. And it, hopefully it takes away some of that, that feeling of pressure. Yeah. And just remember, I mean, even if you're quarantined for another month, let's say you start playing in June, that still gives you, what, six months to still get those points. Yeah. So um, delaying really isn't that big of a deal. Maybe I'll just go to some more local events or something whenever the um, quarantines are lifted. So. Totally, totally. And, we, you know, we just want to do what we can to help. And we want to try and, you know, be sensitive to the different experiences everybody's having during this, you know, crazy time that we're living through. And we feel like this is the right call. And then the community of ITCTOs was emphatically in favor of, you know, turning the, the, the prize purse this year into a contribution towards a worthy cause. So we're really excited and proud to, to make that choice. And um, hopefully everyone out there that's chomping at the bit, you know, if, if, if you're in quarantine for another two months, you know, behind everybody else, you won't feel like it's massively unfair, more unfair than it is. <laughs> Put it that way. Uh, so, yeah, you know, it's, it's, um, it's exciting, but we approach it with caution but yes. it will be cool to see kind of, you know, here and there in small, you know, little uh, groups. People are going to be able to start playing again. That's that's great. But let's, you know, let's just be smart about it. Yeah. Better to take it slow and cautious than to rush into it and then get sick. <laughs> you know, that's – Frankie learned that from his, his – My grandpappy always told me that. He learned it in his 20s and his yeah. dating strategy was rush in. <laughs> yeah, rush in, get it <laughs> get, over with. And then end up sick. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, end up at the doctor's. Uh, penicillin's a <laughs> hell of a drug. Hell of a drug. <laughs>
um at any rate um so you know like i have mixed feelings like i I, on the one hand i'm like oh thank goodness finally on the other hand i'm like i hope it works yeah yeah we'll see i mean we're we're really lucky here in nevada has been very gently hit by it we don't have that many people here in the state either but um you know it's still horribly tragic and sad when anyone passes away but compared to a lot of other places we've we've gotten away pretty you know, um, Unscathed. mildly knock on wood. So yeah, that's exciting stuff. Hopefully we'll, you know, yeah. maybe we'll be able to salvage something of a season out of it. Obviously that's secondary to everyone's well-being and health, For sure. but you know, hopefully that it, it comes together and, and we, just, we can do it. Most importantly, just everybody stay safe. We all want you to keep on gaming and doing cool stuff into the future. All right. The FLG paint studio has completed some really, really cool commissions. We wanted to take a chance to, Take a look at them. And, uh, of course, you're going to have to use the power of your imagination. <laughs> or imagination. If you want to come check them out, head on over to flgpaintstudio.com. Boop, boop, boop. That was good. That was, that was the good. theme song. That was pretty good. Yeah. Um, and we have a couple of really, really cool commissions that were recently completed. We have some amazing uh, rubric marines. This is a commission that we've done uh, quite a bit of work for for the client. They're cream and gold color. They're absolutely stunning. Some of the best um, alternate color schemes each models I've seen. Uh, we also did some 30K Iron Hands. Again, stellar models. Really cool paint scheme, custom bases. Very, very neat commission. And then we did a Crimson Fists collector's model. Um, this was from one of the, I think it was the third edition 40K rule book. Or it might have been the Space Marine book. Can't uh, remember. I think it was the rule book, yeah. No, oh, no, that was the Space Marine Codex. It's an iconic image of a crimson fist holding an orc head on top of a hill. It's great. And the paint job's stellar. Yeah. Uh, so check these out. And of course, if you want to get your models painted by Frontline Gaming, we're always taking commissions. Bear in mind, we can't get new product right now. So that sucks. But <laughs> yeah. if you did want to put down a deposit on a, on a paint project with that sweet stimulus cash you got, uh, we'll definitely do that. And it'll hold your place in line so that when... You know, things get going again, you'll you'll be um, first in the queue or close to the first. Yep. Or if you have the models yourself, you can just send them in and we can do that, paint them up. Also, make sure to check out the other podcasts on the Frontline Gaming Podcast Network. Some great content to help get you through the quarantine. And consider patronizing the Art of War, those hardworking gentlemen, the best, some of the best players in the game. Uh, they're out there trying to help you get better, giving you list feedback, coaching sessions, might even, you know, go out on a date. Ooh. I know Nick's still single. There you go. Swipe right. You know? <laughs> Swipe <laughs> right. <laughs> we'll see. You sign up, we'll send you his Tinder profile. And yeah. You know what? Who, who knows what might happen? Ooh. <laughs> All right, everybody. Kind of a short episode this week, but um, not a ton to talk about. <laughs> no. But we hope you enjoyed episode 681 broadcasting from the quarantine thank you all for listening and we will check back in with you next week stay healthy and happy gaming